All right, let's dive in and get started and use what the time that we have left. So um, my name is uh, Dr. Jody Ashbrook. I am the founder and chief learning officer of the U School and also co-founder of Elevate Higher Ed, which um, was really designed over six years ago to help institutions become um, more efficient, uh, more effective with the way that they reach students, how they coach and develop students from the new student enrollment first point of inquiry all the way to that to when that student transitions into class. And then we also have an academic side uh, within Elevate Higher Ed that we help um, on the accreditation, curriculum, faculty development. Um, but the U School specifically, which is what we're here to talk about today, has been helping schools um, all over the country of all different uh, sizes, small to mid-sized, two-year, four-year, large. You can see some of our partners here that we've worked with. Really, again, focus on that student journey from that first point of inquiry all the way to when that student transitions into class. And what we're here to talk about today is how do you really maximize um, that student journey so that you are able to grow your institution in a responsible way that supports and guides students all the way through their process. And um, what we do at the U School is help institutions be able to do that really with three main um, areas or services, if you will. One of those is uh, building your own system from inside out uh, with our step-by-step -step toolkit. So if you're an institution that says, hey, we want to build our own uh, enrollment structure, call center, advising center, student success center, and we're not sure where to begin on how to do that, our toolkits will help you to be able to do that, again, from the ground up so that you can really um, be the expert in your own space and build that long-term sustainable strategy. Uh, customized consulting and implementation support. A lot of times uh, when you work with consulting teams, they will um, tell you what's wrong, but not help you or tell you how to fix it. And so we really work with institutions all the way through, not only in identifying areas of strength and opportunity, but um, walking them through and holding their hand and showing them how to implement and, and make the changes that need to be made. And then the third area really is one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and development, uh, working with clients to customize whatever their needs are. Uh, to help them strengthen the areas that are working well and also help them close those gaps that are going to make a huge difference. So that's a little bit about who we are. Um, but just kind of getting into today's conversation and, and what you see here about the consumer journey is the lens at which I want you to think about the student journey, which is where we're going to go next. And how do we really um, when we're thinking about unlocking growth and making a difference and um, maximizing our opportun opportunity in the marketplace and improving the student journey, if we really look at this through the lens of the consumer mindset, think about brands that have done this really well, brands that have made a name, found a niche, really focused on the customer or the consumer experience and making sure that that consumer experience is one that their customer wants to come back to, one that the customer feels supported and guided through and has um, 
has really become a brand that um, consumers then talk to everybody about. And, and when you think about your institutions, um, what are your students or prospective students saying about your brand? Something to, to think about as we dive in today's conversation. So where do you need to channel your energy when you're thinking about unlocking your growth? These are a few key areas that we've found from working with institutions that whether it be from a, uh, an infrastructure standpoint or a process um, or just ex execution, these are some things that are critical um, in identifying where are your gaps in execution? Where are your gaps in really achieving growth? And sometimes you're not sure. Sometimes you might think it's all of it, but in reality, usually it's about two or three of these that we really need to hone in on and work on and, and fine tune to maximize that student experience and then ultimately that conversion with the student. So what we're gonna move through today really are three core areas of how we can unlock that growth, but more importantly than unlocking the growth, really create a solid foundation in our institution, in our department, in our structure that creates sustainable growth, that has a positive impact to the student experience. So we are not only growing, but we are growing responsibly and we are supporting and guiding our students through the entire process. Um, of that student journey and, and really growing in a way that we can be proud of as an institution. So these are the three areas that we're gonna cover today. And when we think about the student journey, very similar to the lens of the consumer journey, this is how um, we like to think of it at a really high level. Now we know there's a lot of things that are happening in each one of these buckets, but this is a way to compartmentalize the steps that are happening. That inquiry to contact, advising an application, admission and registration, preparation and engagement, and then that retention and support. So when you break this down and think about the systems that are in place or the processes that are in place, for each one of these steps for your institutions, you might identify some gaps right off the bat that you know need to be fixed or supported or built or leveraged a little bit differently. And we're gonna break that down a little bit more here as we dive into this. So from an industry perspective, um, research and data tells us that there are four main areas that students have concerns about when uh, moving forward with the decision to go back to school. And if your counselors, your recruiters, your team, your advisors are not speaking to these four main areas in their student conversation, it's likely that a student will not move forward in your process or they may move forward, but they probably won't start because they're not clear on um, how they are going to, um, how, they're not clear on how we're overcoming the, these four main areas for them. So that could be how they're gonna fit it into their schedule or the length of time it takes to complete the degree. 
how much it's going to cost, what are their options to pay for school, what is the return on their investment, the value, what is your school's accreditation and what does that mean for them, the ability, can they be successful in the classroom. These are all things that, you know, students are um, concerned about. And if we don't have a way to really address these concerns, um, then they, the student is likely not going to move forward or again, move forward in a, in a committed way. So your student experience, that first bullet that I was talking about, those, you know, those three areas, that student experience being that first one, what does that conversation sound like? And um, how are, how do we make sure that we're having a consistent conversation or approach with with students as they move through our process and addressing these areas. These are some of the conversation skills that we wanna think about developing within our teams as it relates to the student experience. If you don't have a solid structure on how your team is doing this right now, you will want to invest time here. A lot of times institutions overlook this part of the process or think it's just no big deal or think it can be an area where we cut corners. This is critical because if we don't have a solid process for how we're nurturing and then how we're speaking and taking care of the student, we will see that show up in that commitment level of the student. So our toolkits will help you to do that. Our coaching and our consulting will help you to do that. If you have people in-house or senior counselors that are really good at this, you want to spend time here. This is a critical part of the process. Our process is we teach a six-step method for really guiding that conversation. It's not a script. It's not a, hey, do this and sound like this. Um, it really is a structure where we teach skills and competencies to really help um, the counselor learn how to move through uh, the conversation and achieve that um, really meaningful discussion with the student in a way that meets their needs and also addresses those concerns. So this is a sample of what a conversation map might look like or um, how to really guide a student through that structure as we take them through the process. Thinking about um, how do we optimize our organization both within process and marketing is where we're gonna go next. I wanna pause right here for a moment and just make sure everybody's still with me. Can you hear me okay? Yes, absolutely. Perfect, okay. So when we think about um, enterprise optimization and, and marketing, these are two key areas around process and what do we need to be thinking about with our, our marketing? And a lot of times when we work with institutions, what we hear institutions say is, hey, we're just gonna spend more money and buy more leads. Now, that would be a great idea if everybody had this you know, endless bucket of money to invest toward marketing, but that's not realistic. And for the institutions where that is realistic, great, but then they're probably not on this webinar and they're, they're probably not thinking about these things because growth really isn't a problem. So, Things that we need to do before you spend another dollar on your marketing is making sure that you, um, one, know who your key market opportunities are and really build that strategy. 
figure out how you're attracting and engaging the student with your communication flows, with your campaigns, um, your outreach to students. Get really clear on that. Really build that infrastructure and those processes so that you don't have a system where you're spending a bunch of money on generating leads, but then there's no funnel to move them through the process. And then this is where your team comes into play. What is your team doing with the leads that they are getting, both in conversation and then within their database management? If you don't have that infrastructure, you really might as well be throwing money out the window because there's no system to support what happens with, with the lead flow when you get it. And then that step four and step five, how are you supporting that student through the process? How are you measuring cost and effectiveness, which is where we're going to go next? Um, so these are some common observations. This is, there's a lot here. You will, I'll send you the deck after today's conversation. So you'll have this as a, as a reference point, but these are some common observations that we see within the marketing and enterprise optimization uh, structure that really are some pitfalls and, and not maximizing this part of your process. So really being mindful, not only about how many leads are you generating, but what are you doing with the leads once you get them? And if you're not working with an outside vendor, that's okay. If you're doing all of your marketing in-house, that's okay. You wanna be really clear about the channels of how you're doing that marketing to make sure that you're maximizing the return on investment. So what you see here are some different channels within marketing that are really common. Um, and then this CPI, that stands for cost per inquiry. So what is it costing you to generate a lead is basically what this grid is showing here. And then you see the typical conversion rates from the different channels of those inquiries. So a social media lead typically costs between 90 to $200 per lead and will convert at about one and a half to 3%. If you don't know this data, if you're not tracking it yourself internally, or if you're working with an external vendor that isn't showing you this information, that's a problem. You are, again, spending money that you don't have any way to track back to really test and um, test effectiveness and, and make changes. So something to be aware of if, if you don't have this data, we wanna be thinking about this and looking at this. This shows something very similar. Again, industry data that shows you a breakdown by program. Now CPE means cost per enrollment. What is it costing your institution from a marketing standpoint? to um, get one enrollment. And this shows, again, various programs, various levels of programs of what the industry average looks like. Now, where you can achieve growth at a uh, lower cost is if you generate referrals, um, if you have strategic partnerships, those types of marketing efforts are going to cost less and drive down that cost per enrollment for you. So if you haven't thought about ways to um, market your institution that cost less, um, unique and creative ways like strategic partnerships with companies, organizations, 
advisory boards that will help to funnel prospective students your way, that's an area of opportunity to think about. Because as you can see here, this is an average cost per enrollment. You can do the math and really start to calculate what it's going to cost to um, engage a digital marketing uh, company that will be feeding you leads to then convert. So you can see digital marketing becomes pretty expensive and that compounds itself if you don't have an internal structure and an internal system to really do that well. So that's why that student experience and your enterprise optimization, which is where we're gonna talk about next with your talent development. If you don't have those set up, you can see the cost of an acquiring a student becomes really, really expensive. So talent development is the third component when we think about enterprise optimization. Um, how are you really coaching and developing your team? That goes back to that student experience conversation that we were talking about earlier. What is the um, foundation that you have in place to develop your team? Um, what is the check and balance system on the performance management side of things that you have in place to hold your teams accountable in a responsible way to making sure that the type of student experience that you're creating is not only the type of experience that you wanna create, but that it's also delivering results. So talent development is that other bookend part of what you really need to be thinking about related to the student experience. So we've got what we started with, which is the student experience and the student conversation. Number two, marketing. How are we investing and do we know what we're getting for what we're investing? And then three, what is the talent development system that we have in place to make sure that our investments and our time and our student experience and the coaching that we're doing is going to make a difference and make an impact? So this all kind of comes together to have you think about what do you want your institution's student experience to be in the future? And then how will you get there? What questions do you need to be thinking about and considering to understand what the current processes that you have in place today? What is that creating? What type of student journey is that creating from the student's perspective? Um, when the student is going through your process, how is that making them feel about your services, your experience, the support that you're providing? Where are your largest gaps and do you know? And if you think you know, how do you know that those are your gaps in service? The flip side of that, what are your most powerful strengths or competencies? Do you know that and how do you know? And then where, do, where does your institution differentiate itself in the marketplace? How are you leveraging these differentiators? How do you know if it's working or not working? So these are some questions to consider as you dive into looking at these three main areas. The place where I would recommend that you start is that first question. What is the student journey from the student's perspective? That will help you to begin to build and prioritize where you should be spending your time in those three areas that we talked about today the student experience and the student conversation and all the things that have to happen there, your marketing process, infrastructure, and spend, 
And then that last one, your ongoing talent development to make sure that we are growing and sustaining that growth. So that's what we have for you today. I know it's a lot in a short amount of time. Um, I will send over the uh, deck to everybody um, and also the recording from today for those of you who weren't able to make it. Um, we did have uh, a, a small group registered. So um, I will send that out to everybody that wasn't able to be in attendance today. But please feel free to reach out to us directly at the U-School website. You can reach us there through our contact page. Again, as I shared with you, we have do-it-yourself toolkits that have all everything of what you need to build this from the ground up. And then we also offer that customized one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and consulting um, to help you figure out where do you need to start, what do you need to do, and where you're going to be able to have the biggest impact. So thank you all for, for taking the time to join us today. We will be offering another webinar uh, as we kick off the new year in January, so stay on the lookout for that. And um, feel free, as I said, to reach out to us to collaborate, to talk, to strategize. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you again and look forward to seeing you all in the new year.